0: Migrants sell $2 candy bars in a subway to scrape by. I thought this would be a pretty interesting thing to check out. So it's a bittersweet start to their American dream. Newly arrived South and Central American migrants are descending underground to peddle candy in subway stations and aboard trains across the Big Apple, often with babies strapped to their backs in order to scrape by which is some pretty crazy stuff, right? That, one, that they have to rely on that. Two, that it's probably actually profitable enough for them to actually do it. And then three, that they're just allowed to do it. So Maria Vaca, 25, who on Friday had been in New York for just eight days, says she needed money to pay rent to her cousin in the Bronx, where she was staying with her husband and three kids. She says she collected $70 Thursday. I mean, technically, I guess as a migrant, making 70 bucks ain't really that bad. I was told people buy candy here, Vaca said of the 59th Street Columbus Circle Station, where she was joined Friday by her six-year-old daughter who clung to her leg, her eyes wide. Another mom who declined to give her name and said she was in town for only 15 days hawked $2 bags of M&Ms and Skittles at the same station with her taller, toddler daughter bundled up and strapped to her back. Those of, those of us who just got here figured out that we can make money this way, she said, adding that she can make upwards of $80 a day. Now here's the thing, right? I think it's a better idea that they are trying to, at the very least, create like a business reselling candy compared to them going down a really dark route where they're selling very illicit items to make money. Because technically, it's basically the same thing in terms of how they're going about it. But one, is far more profitable but highly illegal the other one less profitable but legal because I believe it is actually legal for them to sell candy like this in the subway. I believe so, although I mean, who knows? I mean, dealing with like it's just a so weird piece. A lot of these, like more like city areas, the legal regulations involved probably won't actually allow this be okay to do, which is sad, but again, like, hey, at the very least, at least they're not necessarily taking something from another person, like, they're not taking a job from another person, they're not, like, doing something shady to basically make a lot of money very quickly, they are simply basically creating a business of reselling candy, I mean, they could have been doing a lot worse things. So the pillars are among the tidal wave of new arrivals who continue to flood into the Big Apple, a crisis that is straining shelters in transient hotels and could cost the city up to $2 billion. Oh, Lord, that's so crazy. Between June and early January, more than 36,000 migrants have come to New York City, and the new arrivals selling sweets told the Post they were struggling. Some days we have no food to eat, no money to buy food, said one tearful mom, who gave her name only as Alexandra. Her family arrived in New York City by bus a week earlier after making an arduous journey from Ecuador. She said they were robbed of all their money in Mexico and they were sitting at a Bronx shelter. Her husband, Arturo, said a kind-hearted shelter worker initially gave them a box of candy worth $100 to sell. Now, the couple and their two nephews fan out taking different trains and spend about nine hours a day trying to make a buck. Alexandra, who had her infant daughter strapped to her back while she sold the candy on the sea train, said it was difficult to collect enough money to buy more candy. Another issue, right is that all it takes is basically one person to just be like really mean and just literally steal their candy. And if someone were to do that, they would basically not be able to turn a profit. So we tell the woman working at the supermarket, we have no money, we can't pay for it, and she will gift them to us, she said. Well, that's interesting. So Patricia Condor, 35, another newcomer from Ecuador who was selling chocolate at the Times Square station Friday, says she arrived here by bus on Tuesday with her husband and three kids and the family was staying with a cousin in Brooklyn. Condor says she bought a box of chocolates with 60 bars for $40 from another migrant and had been at the subway stop since 8 a.m. trying to turn a profit. By 3 p.m., she had sold only about 10 bars at $2 each. She said she hadn't eaten or used the bathroom all day. I don't know where I can go for one. It's too big and overwhelming here. I am doing whatever I can and fighting to feed my children, she said, wiping away tears. It's difficult to earn money. To find a job is tough living here. And some strap hangers took pity on the show, like sellers, strap hangers, never heard of that word. But here's the thing, right? There's a lot of issues with this, obviously, like if you were to come to basically the country illegally and just expect like a golden ticket, like, hey, it's not that easy, right? Now, I don't necessarily blame her for necessarily wanting to be in the like United States no matter what, Right? A lot of people want to be, th- be in the United States. But the thing is, the fact that she has to rely on doing something like this is because she went through the process in such an illegal manner. That being said, another issue is that you're basically in a business, like you started a business kind of by ha- happen chance, but you started a business that is extremely low ticket, right? Meaning, you have to like to turn like a profit of like hundred dollars a day, right? You have like, and you're selling things for like two bucks a piece. You have to sell a large amount of product to be able to turn that profit, right? That's an issue. Whereas, if you were to sell something more high ticket, maybe something like fifty bucks, a hundred bucks even more, depending on what it is, you need less sales per day to turn a profit that's big enough for you to actually live off of it. Whether you're illegal or not, right? The more high ticket of something that you could sell, the better it is going to be for you in terms of just like time management. So instead of you guys spending like 9, 10 hours each trying to sell these chocolate if you were to sell something a little bit more high ticket maybe you're only spending like five hours a day each you know or maybe even less but you're making enough money to survive now you if you're in that this type of situation you got to kind of like determine what is the best product to sell for the high enough high enough ticket i mean obviously if you were to go down the more illicit route you're going to make more money quickly but that is a lot of risk involved in that and there's a lot of different illicit things that you could do that are high ticket that you can end up making a lot of money don't go down that route because you're just going to get in jail deported all that sort of stuff but let's see let's see some of these comments <laughs> buy candy Nice phone, nice clothes, fake baby, sheesh. Nah, I saw one of these just trying to get by illegals at my subway stop on the UES. She was wearing brand new Nike Air Max tennis shoes that cost $180, if they're actually real, with a brand new iPhone and her Apple AirPods. Don't tell me they're just trying to get by. The New York City system feeds them shelters them, gives cash and food assistance, health insurance, etc. Meanwhile, my elderly mother can't afford to live after working and paying taxes for 50 years and has to decide between paying her electric bill, buying groceries, or pay for her medicine. Fortunately, we are able to help her, but how many Americans are in this exact situation? Something is wrong with our priorities. I would have to agree. Let's, see. Let's see. Let's see, in California, they work under the table, live in garages, set of food stands without permits, and basically do what they want. New York will start to look like a third world city. Let's see. They sell food on the street that no one even checks is okay to eat. Well, the thing is, if they're selling, like, packaged candy, you could probably trust it. I mean, as long as it's not open. Has anyone told them that they need a business license and should be paying taxes on the money they're making? They're illegals. They get a pass on everything. There is one on my block that cleans houses and leaves her two kids in a broken-down car for hours. Oof, that is, that is not good. Yeah, feel free to give your thoughts on this, because the thing is... I don't like that there's selling candy in the subway station. There's a lot of risk involved in that. Involving your kids into doing something like this ain't good either. But if you're trying to make like money in general, selling is probably one of the best options. But one, at the very least, choose something a little bit more high ticket than like a $2 candy bar. Like in terms of just like straight up like business type of thing is like, You got to make a lot of sales every single day to make it worthwhile. Whereas sell one item for $100, there you go, you know.